G'day, the Bible bloke here. Thanks for joining me. It's great to have you along. Grab your Bibles and let's get stuck in. The intro to the New King James Version of the Bible, the modern hyped up version, tells us that the Gospel of Matthew is a gospel written by a Jew to Jews about a Jew. Okay, good on you. What possible interest does that have for me? I'm not a Jew. I'm one of those Gentile bobs that loomed a bit larger in the distance than the Pharisees and Sadducees would have liked. When you think about it, the Romans were Gentiles, and we know how the Jewish hierarchy felt about the Romans. So grab your Bibles and open up to the first book of the New Testament, page 1, the Gospel according to Matthew. So, who is this Matthew guy, and why should I care? We will learn about this guy as we go along. I can give you a bit of a spoiler. He was a tax collector. Apparently, he was not a nice guy doing a feral job for feral people. He'd come home after a hard day of grabbing taxes of people and pour yourself to hefty whack of whatever you were able to get your hands on, have a shower, and be fully aware that, hey, no one liked you very much. But how do we know that Matthew wrote this gospel, and how do we know he was a tax collector? And what is a gospel? Basically, gospel means good news. And it's the good news about Jesus who has come to do the amazing stuff that brings forgiveness and allows us to call God, Abba, Father, and enter the gates of heaven for all eternity as much-loved sons and daughters vouched for and washed clean by the blood Jesus shed when he died on the cross and paid the massive big fine for us so that we aren't condemned even though we didn't and still don't and never will deserve what Jesus did for us. Let's get back to the text. So, who is this Matthew guy? We have have to read the gospel a bit, and it becomes clear as we go along that this fella is a Jew. Yeah, we've been told that. He's familiar with the Old Testament. Yes, he's read it, and more than once. He has a grip on the prophecies and the prophets. He sees that Jesus is one amazing dude, in that Jesus ticks a lot of the prophecies off the list just by being who he is, being born when he was born and doing and saying the things that he did. This Matthew guy is someone who recognises that Jesus is fulfilling the messianic prophecies. The Messiah is the great saviour the Jews have been waiting for. They want someone to turn up and massively shift the Romans off their perch and give the Jewish people the complete freedom that has been promised to them since way back when. They are looking to fully possess the promised land and it's only God who is going to do that for them. Now, Nowhere in the Gospel does the writer actually identify himself, not like the Apostle Paul, who is super keen for us to know who wrote what we were reading. Now, Paul has his reasons for doing this, and I'm sure we'll get into that later on as we progress through the New Testament. After all, Paul is a big dude when it comes to New Testament writers. He's up there with Luke for pure word count. Speaking of Luke, he tells the story of Jesus in terms of what happens with the Gentiles. It's a different perspective. This, yeah, is different from Matthew, who focused on the Jews in Galilee. I guess it makes sense to see that Matthew, whoever Matthew is, is Jewish and concerned more with Jewish stuff than with Gentile stuff. Matthew is mentioned in the writings of this guy named Irenaeus in his treatise against heresies, written somewhere between 175 and 185 AD. Matthew is also issued a written gospel among the Hebrews in their dialect, Irenaeus tells us. Thanks for that, that's most helpful. Hey, you've got to work with what you have, and we're doing well with the number of quality of ancient documents we have. 
jump forward a bit to our mate Origin, or Oregon, depending on how you want to say it. He comes out and says, the first gospel is written according to Matthew, the same that was once a tax collector, but afterwards an emissary of Yeshua, the Messiah, who, having promised it to the Jewish believers, wrote it in Hebrew. Now, this was jotted down around 210 AD. Note, I don't use and never will use the term CE for common error. I'm talking about the New Testament, which has to do with Jesus, who is the only begotten Son of God, and Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, in my mind, is spot on. And if you don't like it, hey, suck it up and get over it. Let's move on. Old mate Jerome, along about 382 AD, cites Matthew as Levi, whom he describes as a publican. Now, when I think of a publican, I think of someone who owns and runs a pub. We go off and have a beer or two and feast on a good steak or a chicken palmy. However, a publican, when translated from the Greek word tolonis, which sounds to me like something you'd order from a Mexican restaurant with sour cream and guac, but actually means tax farmer. Ah, now we're getting somewhere. So a publican had the job of gathering the taxes, farming the people, filling the Roman coffers. When we look at the Roman world, we find out the publicans collected a bit extra, or maybe even a whole lot extra to bolster their already over-fat paychecks. What we have to realise here is that tax collectors were working for the Romans, and the Romans were hated completely, totally, and utterly, beyond all hate. These tax collectors were scumbag fat cats, and people despised them. Which begs the question, what was a tax collector doing writing a gospel about Jesus? And if he was a tax collector, I get the feeling he wouldn't have been popular at the local synagogue. So he may well have been shunned by his community, and if that's the case, and it raises the question, how did he become so knowledgeable in terms of the Jewish teaching? I guess we'll discover that as we go along. Friends, until we meet again, I pray that you are blessed by deeper wisdom as you open and read God's word.